What's going on, guys? Another episode of the Family Alpha Podcast is headed your way. Before we dive into it, I want to highlight two things. One, I've brought the Family Alpha YouTube channel back to life. So that's right. The videos are being created. They're being released. Some of my past interviews and discussions with other men, they're being released in the video format. It's going to be awesome, especially for those who love to watch videos. You know, it's, it's a different delivery than what we're doing now with audio. But I wanted to let you know what you're about to listen to. That audio comes from a video. So if you'd rather watch it than just listen, go to thefamilyalpha.com slash YouTube or youtube.com slash C slash The Family Alpha, or just search The Family Alpha on YouTube. Subscribe, check it all out. I've got past things. I've got things where I was still working with Craig James on releasing content. I've got content where I was still writing as Hunter Drew. So there's a lot of uh, history in there. But also, you know, in that, I want you to know, I appreciate all the support I've received on all these platforms. From this, you know, uh, doing the podcast, all the likes, the comments, the shares, testimonials, people leaving good reviews, people who go to the blog, you know, people that follow on social media. You know, I've got links to all of that below, but you don't have to click it. Some of you choose to do so, though, and I appreciate that. So I want to say thank you. You know, I want to formally, you know, thank you very much. It is appreciated. You know, the message doesn't spread itself. I don't have a marketing team. I'm a team of one. It's me. I write, I record, I release, I do it all. I have a graphics guy. His name's Jorge. He's awesome. You know, I have friends. They help me uh, support with business ideas and ventures like that. But this is all coming down to me when it comes to content creation. So thank you all who are helping spread that word. It is greatly appreciated. Now, before we dive into this topic of sobriety and me diving a little bit more into my story, kind of giving a background for those who don't already know, I want to recognize today's sponsor, which is PeacefulFathers.com. That's run by Anthony Migliorino. He goes by at Peaceful Fathers on all social media. And that plays really well into this episode in the sense that I wasn't the best father I could be and I wasn't as connected to my children as I could be when I was drinking. I talk a lot about being a father, the shield and the spear, you're the wall between order and chaos. What good is a father if he's drunk? What do you do if there's a fire? What if you do if you're getting robbed? What if you do if your kid's sick? What if you do if your wife gets hurt? What do you do, you know, when you're you're passed out and the the booze have taken over your mind and you're not coherent and you become a liability and not an asset to your family unit? You're not a great father in that moment. You're not doing all the things we talk about. You're not being the person that you could be. And it's all voluntary. You voluntarily just chugged that alcohol and it got to you. Now, I'm not going to sit and demonize alcohol because for some, that's not an issue. And so I'm not going to go on that rant. I personally believe it's a net negative on all aspects of our life. But again, if you don't have an issue, that doesn't apply to you. But my point is, with looking at alcohol and its role in your life, if it is an issue, it's on you, the father, to take action. Anthony talks a lot about PeacefulFathers.com. He talks a lot about on PeacefulFathers.com, the need for fathers to act You can't just read books. You can't just learn things. You can't just listen to cool podcasts and think about how awesome it is to be a good dad. You have to go out and do things. Your actions decide whether you're a good father or not. So check out PeacefulFathers.com to get more information. Now let's dive into my discussion on sobriety and how I was able to break free from those shackles. Welcome to the Family Alpha Podcast, a place where men, families, and the truth have a voice. The information shared on this podcast is meant to be applied. Now, here's your host, Zach Small, founder of thefamilyalpha.com and co-founder of thefraternityofexcellence.com. Let's get to work. What's going on, guys? Zach here. Before I dive into the topic, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you check the links below. If you want to follow and check the content on social media, it's all down there in the description to this video. But let's talk about something that is near and dear to my heart. 
And it's a journey that I'm on and I'm looking to share with you. And that is of sobriety. I was a binge drinker since as far back as I can remember. I've made multiple videos on YouTube. You know, I started at my own blog in 2015, thefamilyalpha.com. You can see it behind me, that shoulder, you know, and I started writing and doing all these things. And in that, while talking about being a better father, being a better man, being a better leader, leading other men, all these great calls to action and great things, I was drinking. I was drinking a lot. You know, and I, I saw it and I was like, you know, I should probably break free from that. You know, if I want to be my best self, if I want to bring the best I can do and bring it to the table, I should probably get my drinking locked in. And it wasn't a situation where my life was in disarray. I had a great marriage. I had great children. I did not have any DUIs, no domestic issues. Uh, my, my health wasn't failing in the sense that I had cirrhosis or my eyes were yellow or anything. Like there were no major signs, like no major wake up calls. It was all put together. But still, I knew what was up. I knew that I was chasing dragons. I knew that if I had one, I needed 10. And there was nothing in the middle. There was no stopping point. It was either one. I mean, it was either none and then we're good or one. And then we're parting until the wheels fall off. You know, that was my biggest issue. Not having those wake up calls and constantly think, well, I'm doing fine. Everybody parties this hard. I'm just the life of the party. You know, and it's it's sad how much time and money I wasted thinking that was true or convincing myself that was true. You know, what's more sad is how many videos I've deleted on this channel since 2015, where I said, I'm sober, I'm giving up booze for good, you know, and I had to sneak around, you know, two months later and have to delete it. Hope nobody paid attention. Looking at the last intro video to the channel, it was me saying, yeah, 2019 is the year. I'm not drinking. I'm going to go the whole calendar year without drinking. I drank. I failed. I failed again and again and again. I failed so many fucking times. It's embarrassing, you know, but. I kept getting up and I was very fortunate. I had three people and they're all linked below. One is Ed Lattimore. I looked at him and I saw you could be an artist and you can be a creator, a content creator, and you can hang out and have a good time with all these people and be sober. I think he's seven years, maybe, maybe six, seven. He's many years ahead of me, but basically he's got it locked in. He's an author. He's a blogger. He's doing all the things I'm doing. But I could see, man, he could do that and not have to drink. And I was still drinking at the time while hanging out with him. The second one is Phil Foster. Phil is a great family friend. Phil is somebody I'll bring into my home and introduce to my wife and children. We're on that level, you know, through our years and years of interacting. But a few years ago, or not even a few years ago, maybe one, two years ago, him and I had a very direct conversation where he called me on some of my failings. And that in itself wasn't enough to crack it. But that really hit home. It really had me start like assessing like, shit, like, what am I doing? Am I real? Like, is this who I am? Is this who I'm always going to be? The third piece of the puzzle was Annie Grace's This Naked Mind. You know, it's, it, it's almost as far from me as could possibly be. It's a woman. It's, a, it's a, a mother. And then she's talking about her experience and all these things. And here I am, a man talking about leading men and totally different worlds. She was corporate America. I was, you know, blue collar coming from the military. Like we literally could not be any sep more separate. Yet when I read her book, I was like, holy shit, that's me. Like I'm in her story. And I reached out to her. I've let her know a thousand times. I'm like, you're awesome. <laughs> like that book, it spoke to me in a way no other book could. And that, that trifecta that all came together on the 4th of July in 2020, 
uh, I went to a party. I partied hard. That's what I do on Fourth of July. I'm pro America, you know, total like nationalist, like yeah, let's go, America, freedom, liberty, 1776 energy, rah. And I did that, and I got shit faced. I'm I didn't embarrass myself, but it definitely wasn't the the best look of me. But I saw a photo from that night, and in that photo, I was like, man, like I look tired, I look fat, I look just no energy. I'm like, is that me? Because you don't really get photos taken of you drunk. Like, I don't come from a family where it's funny to to take photos while you're drunk and put it online. So I never really have any photos of me blacked out or in any compromised situations. My wife is always taking care of me. Huge shout out to her. She's always making sure I was in the best light possible. But that photo, I don't remember who took it. It was taken. And it was July 7th of 2020, where I was looking at a glass of wine I had, sitting with my wife, doing what we did. And I said, I'm done. You know, this is it for me. This isn't. This is the last glass of alcohol I'll ever have for the rest of my life. Something about it was different. Something about it changed me. Something about it really, I can tell now, and I, I, I knew then something was different. And I think, and what I want to share with you is that what was different was that no longer, my, my why changed. I wasn't saying, oh, I'm going to get sober because I had a blacked out night and I broke a window. You don't even know. I got a DUI. I got this or that. Like all these people have all these wake up calls and I didn't. My why came when I saw I was becoming something that was the antithesis to what I was speaking, what I wanted to be. I was becoming sad. I was becoming fat. I was becoming lazy. I was all these negative things. And I was trying to just outwork it. But eventually, like my meter kept going down. And even though I'm trying to outwork and out hustle and out grind, you know, my habits. It's just like when they say you can't out-exercise a bad diet, you can't outlive a destructive habit. And I was trying to live hard in spite of how much booze I was consuming and how much that was hurting me. And it was stressing me out. And it was giving me anxiety and it was really hitting me. It was like, it was like trying to run with the sandbag on, you know, or trying to run with like a 50-pound weight vest. And when I finally decided, like, I don't want to do this anymore, it's like I took it off and my life just exploded in the most positive of ways, you know, losing weight thinking more clearly, having dreams again. That's a weird thing, but I, I didn't realize I didn't have dreams. Now I have dreams every night. You know, my sleep improved. Everything improved in my life when I removed alcohol. And one of the things, and I take this from Annie Grace's book, is I went from saying, oh, I can't drink. I'm a binge drinker. You know, I'm going to party too hard. I can't drink. To now I say, I don't have to drink. And I don't want to drink. And I'm not going to drink. You know, I don't have to do this. I no longer have to be that guy. I'm not the party animal. I'm a father. I'm a man. I'm a dude on a mission to do some great things in the world and leave my dent. I don't have to drink anymore. It's not a positive in my life. And as I was sitting there on July 7th, so I'm 325 days. I'm closing into my first year. 326 days ago, I was sitting there staring at that glass. And in my head, I'm not even talking to my wife. We're watching a show and I'm just kind of spacing out, going through all these life issues. And I'm like, man, like the pros and the cons, like, let's look at that. Like what's going on here. And there were no pros. I would initially think like all the good nights I had with my friends. Well, that was romanticized bullshit for that one night where we laughed the night away and it was a great time or I had great sex. You know, my wife and I got crazy on vacation or whatever for those one times, there were 99 times where I didn't write because I fell asleep. I passed out on the couch in the middle of a movie we wanted to watch. I threw up. You know, something crazy happened. I said something, I did something, like something was wrecked or ruined. If not by me, by somebody else that was drunk, things were broken. 
I mean, the list goes on and on. And this is spanning decades. So for two decades, I was binge drinking roughly from 13 to 33. You know, and that's a serious toll on you. And I'm going through my whole list of like, all right, well, all right, what are the negatives? And the list wouldn't stop. (laughs) Extra calories, like all the things I just listed. One of the biggest ones that really hit home was the potential of what if something had happened on one of the nights where I had blacked out. We went to a party. We partied hard. I put myself to bed. You know, I got put to bed, whatever. What if that was the night my my kid fell out of the bed and broke their arm? What if that was the night they were sick? I'm so lucky to have made it this far without anything happening. And it makes like even now talking about it, my throat's closing a little. You know, what if something happened to those kids and I wasn't there? I do all this talking about being a man and being prepared and leading your family and leading yourself and be ready for the fight. You know, you're the shield and the spear. Protect, provide, preside, like Ryan Mickler says. You know, discipline equals freedom, like Jock. Like all these dudes are all saying kind of the same thing. They're saying you got to own your shit. You take care of you and you're ready when the world comes at you. Good to go, easy day. Well, it's not easy. Nothing good's going to happen if you're passed out in a bed and your house is on fire and you're more of a liability than an asset to help them protect them. Now, 24 7, 365, I am ready. I'm ready for my kids. I'm ready for my wife. I'm ready for uh, anything that could possibly happen, even with a total stranger. If they get into a car accident outside my house and come knocking on the door, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm prepared. Nothing can stop me except me. And that's the biggest thing. And that's something I want you to think about. Nothing can stop you from getting to the life you want except for you. The booze, the drugs, the porn, the sugar, the food, whatever it is for you, Nothing's stopping you from getting that except you. And if you want more and if you want better, and if you want to hit the point that I hit where you decided, you know, I don't have to do this anymore. You've really got to look over everything from what started to what got you here. And you've got to start the process of healing it. Very rarely are people running to alcohol because it tastes good or they enjoy it. Normally they're running away from something. Normally they're running to get away from pain, from chaos, from heartbreak, whatever it is. You've got to face that thing. You've got to remove the crutch and start walking on your feet. And they will get stronger as you go. You know, those muscles will grow and you will be a better person. But you have to start the process. You have to get yourself in motion. You've got to do the things that you know you need to do. You've got to face the people you might not want to face. And you've got to handle the emotions and the feelings that you might not want to handle. But when you do so and you face that, you're free. And no longer in your head are you holding back the door trying to keep the demons at bay. You can open it up. You can let those demons out. You can give them a big hug and watch how they dissolve before you. And you're no longer trying to outrun anxiety or outrun fear or outrun depression or outrun, you know, the, the, the shit that happened to you in your past, whatever it is for you, you're free. And all that mental energy can put, be put towards your art, towards your beauty, towards living a greater life. Like I said, I'm 325 days sober today. I'm very proud of that. I will continue to share this journey, but I wanted to share these little nuggets And to let you know that sometimes that small shift, like finding a friend who will say the hard things or seeing an example of somebody else doing what it is you want to do or connecting with a total stranger, reading their book. Again, all those links are below. You can use my resources. Maybe you need to go out and find your own. What's your version of that book? Who's your Phil Foster? Who's your Ed Lattimore? Who's your version of getting onto the right path and moving forward? I promise you, my life is 100% better and yours will be too. 
if you can remove the anchor and that weight vest that you're running with. I look forward to hearing your stories. I'm going to continue to share videos like this. Again, if you want to drop some comments, you know, if you have any questions, I'll address them either on here or on the podcast, you know, where I'm talking a lot about this. But it's one of those subjects that's pretty taboo. People don't like to talk about booze, especially when the masses are hooked themselves. Nobody wants anybody pointing a finger. So I'm not going to be the evangelist saying, oh, down with alcohol. But I am going to say that if you have a problem with alcohol, and many do, that you're honest with yourself and that you face it and you remove it if necessary. So take care. Again, share with anybody you think might need the message. Hit the DMs. I got them open for a reason. All the links to my social media below. Stay strong. I look forward to closing out this year of sobriety with the rest of you. You guys take care. Thanks for listening. You can join our private men's only community at thefraternityofexcellence.com. And don't forget to find Zach on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at ZachSmall underscore.